Welcome back to another episode of the Hawker Walk Podcast. Yay! Okay, how is every... Well, how are you doing, Juju? <laughs> Honestly, I feel the same way, though. I feel like asking people even though there's no one there. Um, I, I'm good. Um, I'm just like trying to think of when the last podcast was released, but it was released today. Um, yeah. <laughs> good. Same old, same old. Nothing's really changed. Um, I'm trying to think of if I had like any highlights from this week, but um, got some really good Indian food last night. That was really yummy. Oh, yes. Tell everyone the flavor. Okay. So we went to like a modern Indian type of place. So it wasn't like homemade, homemade Indian, but it was like, I don't know. It just had some like names on the menus that like I've never heard of before. Um, but it was really good. So we got a butter chicken. We got some chaat. We got some garlic naan and some rice. And it was bussin. Hey. And then we tried to get faluda. Have you ever had faluda? Yeah. Yes. My mom used to make it when I was little. She used oh, to get like the packs God. from the Indian store. Uh-huh. So good. So good. But listen, so this place we went to. So we went to another place after that. The main dining, that was 10 out of 10. Really good. But the follow that place we went to, like, I don't know, man. It was just so bad. Like, it. What? Yeah, it was really bad. Like, and I, I don't know. I never thought you could butcher follow that. Like, I just thought it was like mm-hmm. an easy thing. Um, but yeah, but they just like didn't mix things together. And then we asked for like rolled ice cream. You know, like the ones that they yeah. make like on yeah. a chilled like thing. Yeah. But um, they just give us an ice cream scoop. <laughs> what and i told my mom yeah and i told my mom about that and she's like why didn't you send it back and ask for what you asked for and i was like oh we didn't think about that <laughs> i'm so confrontational like when I, if i like if someone gives me the wrong order i don't care i just tell them because yeah. i'm like i paid for it no and i think i don't know why we didn't think of that like we were just like okay i guess this is what we're eating and then like took a big chomp out of it and that was that yeah. but it was good. I was telling Kavya that I started watching the new season of Bridgerton, so that was really nice. Um, even though, like, I feel like we all know what happens at the end, but it's just I don't. fun entertainment. <laughs> I don't. Wait. I have not seen a single episode of Bridgerton. You haven't? I thought you watched. Didn't you watch season one? No. I just. Oh, I thought you did. It's like really hard for me to get into anything that's like historical. So, like. I, I know people were obsessed with downtown downtown abbey mm-hmm. and i i just can't do historical shows mm. but i don't know maybe i'll get into the bridgerton bandwagon when, when everyone is off of it yeah that's yeah i mean it's not i feel like you like things that are like intriguing and kind of like capture you it has no, no like <laughs> like store like okay there's obviously a plot line a storyline but it's not like something that grasps i don't know if that makes sense but, yeah i don't yeah. know i i feel like i'm having a hard time with shows i'm in a little mm. bit of a slump have you watched white lotus no i haven't i've heard about it i just everyone hypes it up so much and i just couldn't get into it like i didn't i was like five episodes in so mm-hmm. and each episode is like an hour and i'm like i feel like nothing has happened i started with watching season one yeah season one yeah and Every time I tell people that, they're like, no, but that's the point of the show. It's like nothing major happens, but it's a lot of little things that happen. And I don't know. It's just hard for me to. Uh, yeah, I'm just having a show slump. 
It's okay. I feel like I go through that too. And my issue, I don't know if you're like this, but my issue is like I binge watch it. So it's almost good for me to not have a show to watch because then I won't be like, okay, got to finish all 10 episodes in this weekend. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really, I was really into, um, like crime shows mm-hmm. like uh or like to like mystery ones so i really liked castle when i was younger and like csi and criminal minds but mm-hmm. now that i live alone i can't watch those because i get scared so yeah yeah i get scared too honestly um i was gonna ask have you seen the watcher i think that's what it's called Mm-mm. i think that's like a thriller but i am actually not 100 percent sure but Wait, is that the one with like the neighbor? Like, uh, yeah, it's it's the one you, with that lady who's yes. in Cinderella story. She's the stepmom. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, Jennifer Coolidge, the one yes, that's like, yes, yes, hey, honey. I love that woman. But yeah, it's her. <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay, no, I haven't seen that one, but I think you've told me about it before. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I just thought maybe it might be up your alley. Uh, yeah i'll check it out anyways how are um, you doing i'm fine i did a little shopping today mm-hmm. um and i'm i was looking through my i've been looking at lots of spreadsheets for work so then i was like let me look at you know i'm getting all this data so let me look at my spending history and i spend a lot of money every month on food so yeah, i was like dude i like it's just it's it's a lot so then i'm like okay i'm using this new budgeting app called spendy mm-hmm. and it's actually really helpful so i've made a budget for clothes i made a budget for food and all of that stuff and i'm like with today's retail therapy i've pretty much used like 50 percent of my monthly budget for like fun expenses like clothing and food so i'm like great great fantastic but it's okay i don't for reference it's like may 7th so (laughs) yeah yeah exactly we have three more weeks to go but it's okay i feel like you needed it today yeah i did so that's all um you want to get into the topic today what are we talking about i'm i'm gonna have you explain it because you (laughs) came up with this topic so tell us about He's he, like, Loki, also I don't because understand. I don't know what to say, so I'm gonna throw it on her. But Kavya, what are we talking about today? Okay, so today we're just gonna. The title of this episode, I think, is gonna be "Growing Up and Growing Apart." And where this came from is, I was just thinking about it. Like, my boyfriend's younger sister just finished her first year of undergrad, and she's back home, and she's have like she's just recapping her year to me and talking about how first year was like the time of her life how she's so happy to like meet all of these people um she has like a new group of friends and it just got me thinking about my own life and kind of the people that I've connected with and disconnected with throughout different like phases of our life Mm -hmm. and I don't know I just kind of wanted to I don't exactly know what we're going to talk about but I think that's going to be like the central topic is just how you know when you grow up you change as a person Mm -hmm. and that means a lot of time your environment changes and the type of people that you connect with also changes so just kind of going through those experiences I think that because we're both in our 20s and I think a lot of the people that are going to listen to our podcast are in 
their 20s as well it's Mm -hmm. it can be a very strange period of our life yeah and so i thought it would be nice to talk about it um yeah that's that's pretty much it i love it i i think we've i think we've always had like these conversations with like each other you know just like regularly and it's interesting to see how many times we've had the conversations and how our reaction has changed over the years you know when we grow apart from someone so i think it'd be cool to unpack that yeah exactly um and i think it'll be nice to talk about because people don't usually talk about that like i was Mm -hmm. feeling sad over certain like friends that i don't talk to anymore Mm -hmm. and then i was like yeah and then i remember talking to someone else and they were going through another like a friend breakup of their own and just like having a conversation with her was really it it was like very healing Mm -hmm. so anyways to kind of kick start us off i'm gonna ask you a question juju okay (laughs) is okay Tell me about the first time you felt like you had disconnected from someone and what Mm. that experience was like. Or like maybe when I say disconnected, it just it could be like either a friend, quote unquote, breakup or Mm -hmm. like just you stop talking to someone for whatever reason. How how did you feel about that? What was your experience like? Yeah, so actually, um, the first person or, yeah, first, I guess, couple of people that came into mind were some of my high school friends, actually. Um, I had a really good group of friends in high school. Like, I loved them. We all got along really well. We all complimented each other really well, I think. Um, But I guess, like, when I went to undergrad, I think I was still close to a good amount of them for, like, the first two years or first yeah I would say first two or three years um and then my fourth year hit and I don't know what happened but I guess I stopped updating people in that group about my life right like I remember one of the things that I remember really like really well is that I got into med school and I never told them that I got in and I had put it on my LinkedIn I think and that's how they found out and a lot of them were hurt because of that and that's totally fair like I feel like their aspect of our relationship was a lot closer than maybe what I had in my mind and so I can totally see how that can be hurtful and I don't know just like I think it's I think when it happened I think it was a shock because it was like okay they're we're growing apart now you know um yeah and I think the most interesting thing about that was that I am 100 percent a people pleaser i don't like mm-hmm. same <laughs> discomfort i don't like confrontation like i don't i don't do any of that and for me to not really feel any ways about that entire situation like that's how i kind of knew like okay i feel like i've outgrown these people and mm-hmm. i think it's time to move on you know does that make sense like i yeah i don't know yeah yeah i'm pretty sure i discussed this entire thing with you but um (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so how did you feel i promise this is not an interview but (laughs) no no how did you feel when you had that first moment of realization that these people that you probably thought were going to be your forever friends like yeah 
you weren't actually as close to them anymore mm-hmm. i don't know what were like the emotions running through your head i i think i felt sad for some time i was like okay like this is reality this is happening but i think it was also a turning point in my life because i was like okay this is normal like these things happen it's okay to outgrow people and people can outgrow you in the same exact way so yes initially i was sad and i was like these were my comfort people you know like and i didn't Mm -hmm. really have a good solid group in undergrad so my group was my high school friends you know i had like individual people that i was really close to like you gaurav mahima like all that ray yeah um but yeah so i would say initial sadness and then yeah. <laughs> kind of coming to terms with it mm-hmm. and then just being okay, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that was like Chuhi and I went through a very similar experience with that because I also had like, you know, the high school people were my comfort friends. Yeah. Because I didn't have a group that was as solid as the high school people. But it's crazy mm-hmm. too because for most people, like you know the first group of people that you grow out of and you get sad over distancing from are your high school friends yeah (laughs) and so I think we both went through that kind of at the same time because around fourth year was probably when I realized that I had kind of grown apart from my high school friends and Mm -hmm. that was very pronounced when I came back home and I was like, oh, I can't, I feel like I can't really hold a strong conversation with anyone here mm-hmm. anymore. So, yeah. yeah, that was crazy. So, but it's also, yeah, yeah go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to keep talking. So, no, you should. I, I was just going to ask you like further about that. Like, do you think that was your first experience of being like, okay, growing apart from somebody or people? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I was looking back at it and I'm like the friends that I had in freshman year, like I had this one group of friends where we were all really close. They were not the same people that in 12th grade I was really close to. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was like a completely different group. But Mm -hmm. those people that I was close that I ended high school with, that group stayed pretty solid throughout college. And then I remember just like, I don't know. It was that was definitely the first time though that I felt sad about being distant from friends. Yeah. Um I think we've both had like little or like smaller friendships come and go in that time period, but like none of them actually made you stop and think like, "Oh, I'm actually kind of sad about this." Yeah. I yeah, I agree with that. Um and now that you say it, maybe that's the reason why I was like so I guess like I wasn't as bothered as I thought I would be because I didn't really have a a solid group going anyway so it's like okay Mm -hmm. it just feels like part of my normal life that's continuing on (laughs) yeah wait why are you laughing no I was just I'm not laughing at you I promise I was just laughing because I was thinking about like my experience with that too and kind of just I don't know. Undergrad was a weird time (laughs) for both of us, I think. For sure. With with friendships. Um, So, like, I think we both very much depended on, like, our high school groups Mm -hmm. to give us that sense of, like, belonging properly. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And then when that started dissipating, it just, 
it felt weird. It was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm by myself now. No problem. <laughs> gonna keep yeah. going. And you know, now that I look back at that time, I feel like we were still very immature. Even though yeah. like, all these things were happening, like we, I mean, we're still probably immature, still have a mm-hmm. lot to learn in life, but definitely at that point, we were baby, like for sure. Yeah. I will talk about uh, kind of, it, it's funny because I used to be really sad over like mm-hmm. going apart from friends. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I would reach out to someone like my first telltale sign of like okay i've grown apart from this person was probably when things would happen in my life or things would happen in their life just like you know you getting into med school and i wouldn't feel the need to tell them or they wouldn't feel the need to tell me but there were also other things for me like when i realized it's been primarily just me reaching out to a person Mm -hmm. yeah and they haven't like reciprocated that effort that gets me thinking like oh maybe we're not as close as we used to be what were your what are you what do you feel like are your telltale signs of like i'm going apart from this person i think exactly what you said like not feeling the need to tell somebody i think that is like a huge huge one um i and i think not having to tell somebody and then on top of that like them being like why didn't you tell me and then not having a reaction to that like Mm -hmm. i think that was a huge one for me um and i think another one for me is just like not thinking about people in my everyday life like i think all the friends i have now like i talk to every day or like every other day or whatever you know but they're in yeah they're in my like brain somewhere and i know that they're this they're a part of my life right and so mm-hmm. i think that once that threshold is crossed where it's like okay i haven't talked to you in like months on months and i never felt uh a loss i guess mm-hmm. i think that was another sign for me as well oh my god yes i okay i want to take this time to steal the mic yes and talk about <laughs> so okay so I am also a people pleaser and I always find it very difficult like just you know distancing from people it was really Mm -hmm. hard for me Um, and then it was crazy because recently Juju you know I feel like I had a quote-unquote friend breakup with someone I've been friends with for like a decade Mm, do you know who I'm talking about yeah yes and then I was reflecting on it with Juhi and I was saying how like I I, f- I think initially when I realized that things were, you know, we weren't on the same page anymore, I was a little sad. But then now it's been like a little while since I've last spoken to that person. And I mm-hmm. don't feel sad at all. Like mm-hmm. I, See? I look back at that friendship and I don't look, it wasn't a bad friendship. So I don't have any like negative memories of that person. Mm-hmm. I just mainly have positive memories and i don't like there's nothing about me that is like oh like wow like i miss them so much i still wish they were in my life or like i don't i'm not sad about it and i realized that the reason i wasn't sad about it is because at this point in my life we had been on different pages for a long time Mm, and 
they were not contributing anything to my life in any way and I wasn't contributing to theirs either so when we had like this falling apart it was like okay they left my they like walked out of my life but they didn't take anything with them like Mm -hmm. I was still the same person they didn't like you know like they never they didn't leave like a hole in me when they left whereas I think the people that we were when we were 18 you know Mm -hmm. or 20 those those people that had quote unquote like walked out of our life they had a significant part like they you know they we held them really strongly in our hearts and we relied on them in a way so when that when those friendships ended they left a larger I guess a larger hole Mm -hmm. in us yeah but now I think even you and I both like we will be fine (laughs) yeah I think so too and like uh, like I'm kind of hesitating to like say that say some things because I feel like it might make me sound cynical or like us cynical but I like I just feel like we've come to a point in life where it's like this is the norm and it's okay to be the norm Mm -hmm. without there being bad blood you know yes yeah yeah like I feel like when we talk about disconnect or outgrowing people like there's always that negative connotation with it like Mm -hmm. oh they're not friends anymore like this is what happened and it's like dude it's almost a better thing for it to happen this way than any other way honestly in my opinion yeah fully and like i think people always think that there has to be bad blood for you to stop talking to someone Mm -hmm. but no like you could just be on two very different pages of life and like especially where we're at like post-grad people go in very many different directions yeah and it could be hard to really connect with someone that is on a completely different like Mm -hmm. you know stage like Mm -hmm. it would be hard to connect for me maybe with a friend if that friend was getting married and get having kids right now you know because we're not there or like it I mean listen I love you but it could be hard if I had like other friends that were in grad school for example because our priorities our day-to-days look very different yeah and and so I think those are like you can always just grow apart from people in that that way and that was something that was hard for me to grasp and I wasn't expecting that because I always thought there had to be something drastic to happen for you to just stop talking to somebody but Mm -hmm. reality is like you could just one day just have nothing in common with them anymore yeah and i mean i think you're right like i i think that you can drastically stop talking to somebody Mm -hmm. right like you can have that but i think it's more common to have it the other way around where it's like we just don't have things to talk about and yeah i mean the whole part of being a human being is like evolving right over time so it's like yes i feel like we all evolve to a point where we can't fit the people that we used to fit before mm-hmm. um i was gonna yeah. ask you do you feel like there was an outgrowing moment or like a oh i'm gonna move on from this person type of thing for you that you have regretted oh that's a good one um so basically someone that 
I consciously distance from that I regret, right? Or like uh, somebody that you were like in your head, you're like, okay, I feel like we're going apart. But and you kind of took steps towards that growing apart. But yeah, you regret that now. Honestly, no. <laughs> yeah, I feel I, like I expected I, that answer. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I feel like if I did, I they would have come to mind immediately. Yeah, but I am so at peace with like who I have and don't have in mm. my life. Yeah, and like I, I don't know. I I I think what you said earlier about like you know the whole point of like being human pretty much is growing and evolving. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to realize that, but I'm like, there is no way I could have been friends with the same people from 10 years ago in the same way. Like you can always, like I'm still close to people that I have known for a decade or more, but yeah. the nature of your friendship and that closeness always changes, always evolves as you do. Yeah. And if I was if I'd never grown apart from the people that I was close to 10 years ago, I would be a very different person. I would almost be like we we just all be the same. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. We'd be the high school people that we were. Yeah. Exactly. And trust me, I don't want to be that person. So <laughs> You don't want I miss that copy. What are you talking about? Oh my god, no. The one that had bows in her hair. I'm like <laughs> Dude, did you I, do the headband then too? I can't remember. No, 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 no. I never did a headband look. Kavya no. had hair because she got it permanently straightened. Oh my god! Yeah, I lied, Dude. and it's and she's short, right? So let me tell yep. you my point of view. I would look down <laughs> at the back of your head. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> and the top of the top strands, like the ones that are coming out of your roof, yep. like yep. those were frizzy okay so frizzy yes and then the rest of her hair would be straight so straight that's what like i didn't even have a good flat iron back in the day i had like this cheap like 20 dollar one from shoppers drug mart that didn't do anything (laughs) dude but if you Uh, think about that if you never outgrew that hair like you love your curly hair now you know like that's all you do like you wear natural all the time now mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i feel like that's such a big change you know I know, like everything, not just mentally, guys, the physical changes yeah, too. Yeah, so many things. I know. I had a question. I was, uh, yeah. Y- your question triggered something in me. Oh, oh my gosh, what was I going to ask? It was something along the same lines, though. Um, oh, I guess, have you ever distanced from a person because you felt like that? friendship was toxic in a way and I mean when I say toxic it could be that straight up it, it just felt toxic but it could also be that they just didn't make you 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 realize that you were almost worse <laughs> being yeah. around them yeah uh yeah I have um it wasn't the easiest thing because I think with those types of relationships you don't see that it's toxic until Mm -hmm. you are like actually like distanced from it and until you see something better like honestly like if i had nothing to compare to i'd probably be like part of those friendships and relationships now you know so i think yeah like i have and i think those were harder um than just like you know 
not being on the same page as someone because I think with those toxic relationships, you still have things in common. It's just that Mm -hmm. you are most likely not the best version of yourself and your mental health is probably somewhat deteriorating, you know? Yeah. I I remember in undergrad, I had a couple of friends where... um, I, I don't know like I just I never felt like myself I kind of felt tensed I felt like if they mm-hmm. asked me to do something I always had to do it because otherwise they wouldn't be my friend and like now that I look back I'm like bruh why like that those were the signs why didn't you yeah. see them why didn't you do something about it then but you don't like you just that's your norm so that's what you stick to yeah yeah they're yeah, people talk too much about toxic relationships and not enough about toxic friendships. Because <laughs> Yeah, because there's both. And I feel like toxic friendships are rough, dude. Yeah, they are. They suck because you don't like you said, you don't recognize them. And yeah. I think that sometimes you don't even recognize yourself like when you're with them. It's like I, I think of certain people that I was with that brought out a a side of me that I'm not super proud of Mm -hmm. and I just can't believe that I was like that you know but when you're around people who act a certain way or who talk a certain way or have certain beliefs and you want to be their friend you want to have their acceptance like you just kind of fall into that bubble and suddenly Mm -hmm. you start thinking like them and you start talking like them and if they don't like this person then you don't like this person yeah and Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. So it's rough. How do you, how do you, how would you, how do you think a friendship breakup now would affect you at this stage? I guess you haven't really, thank God, haven't really had any big friendship breakups, but. Yeah. I think it depends on like who the person is like what our relationship has been and why the breakup is happening I think that if the way the best way to know if a breakup was meant to be is if you feel better a week after it like I'm not even kidding like if you feel better that means that it was supposed to happen and that it happened for the better so I don't know man I feel like I'm pretty blessed with the people I have in my life right now I don't really have like any complaints for anyone i think everyone's kind of just doing their own thing and we hang Mm -hmm. out when we can and you know we catch up when we can but i don't know i actually like everyone in my life right now so (laughs) finally how would you do how would you do about that how would you go about that yes how would i go about that i think that number one like you said is why did this breakup even happen Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes it's out of the blue and sometimes it's just been something that's been building up for a really mm-hmm. long time mm-hmm. and two I think every time I get sad or have been sad w- recently about like distancing from someone or just realizing that someone's not in my life anymore I think about did I actually like feel good about that friendship yeah because I think that everyone has a lot of people in their life that they like carry around for 
just no reason other than you know there's no drama or anything they're just around Mm -hmm. um but i don't particularly enjoy being around them but i don't hate it either they're just kind of like there um and so i think about that sometimes because i'm like why would i spend time or like make an effort to try heal a friendship if it wasn't really doing anything for me in the first place yeah and like yeah and i feel like you don't realize that until it's like oh we're not friends anymore but like let me look back and it's like okay like seems like it's not any different from now you know exactly it's like i think i like anytime something used to happen i used to always be very apologetic and just try to get things back to the way they were but i like seriously they're if you didn't really enjoy having them around before Mm -hmm. if you didn't feel good around that person before why would you want to fix things to go back to a state that was net negative to begin with so yeah and that always makes me feel better and i think when it comes to those situations like i feel like sometimes people have that battle between comfort versus Mm -hmm. oh no like my entire life's gonna change everything's gonna be different and i Mm -hmm. I, like i know i used to be the person that used to resort to the comfort even if it wasn't supposed to be for me like if i wasn't if that thing wasn't serving me i would still be like no but it's easy like it'd be harder if i didn't and now it's like dude like it's hard in the beginning and then it can get better you know you just have to make space for better things in your life and sometimes sadly like we don't know what things we have to discard and what things we don't yeah absolutely so um pivoting a little bit Mm -hmm. since we've been talking about friendships that we've grown apart from i i think that right now you are probably in a state of like having the healthiest friendships in your whole life probably yeah um i feel like i'm still figuring it out but you you are i think i think you can confidently look at your circle and say like i found my people at you know that are in my Mm -hmm. life right now and i'm happy about who i have in my life what are yeah go ahead what do you say i was gonna just say what are the signs what are your green flags in friendships that kind of helps you realize like i'm really happy with who i have in my life right now I think one of the best green flags is not talking to somebody for a little bit, but reconnecting right where you left off and there not mm-hmm. being any like pettiness because one person didn't talk to somebody else for a while or whatever. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, I think that's a huge green flag. Um, I think another one is just like uh, knowing that the other person is your well-wisher, like knowing that. Mm -hmm. if it's been like months and you haven't chatted with them and if you give them a life update they're gonna be ecstatic they're gonna be so happy about it you know um and i think the last one for me would be just that when we hang out as a group or when hangouts are supposed to happen as a group like i'm excited Mm -hmm. to go and i'm excited to chat and like hear about how's your day how's your week going any new changes like what's going on you know um, and yeah. before I ask you about your green flags, even though you feel like you're not in 
the same position as me. I think you've done a really good job about letting go of people that are not mm-hmm. going to be like a you know constant part of your life. And I think you've gotten a lot better at reacting to people being gone also. Like yeah. if you think about yourself five, six years from like ago from now, that caveat would have probably had a breakdown. Meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be calling me crying, sniffling probably. Um, yeah. And probably had sent a message to that person because yep. she is just that type of person that cares about her relationships and doesn't understand why things end. And mm-hmm. I think now it's like, I don't know. I think you've come full circle and you understand like, okay, it's okay. And I am not going to be taking part of this anymore because you're not putting an effort. And I think yes. at least now that you've found that, you will most likely attract people that think similarly mm-hmm. also, you know? Yeah. I wish our video was on because I'm I smiling know. so much. Because I'm like, no, it honestly... I'm really glad you said that because don't get me wrong. I literally cried today about friendships, oh, but yeah. but it's okay because I know that it's like a transformative, like, you know, it's a transformational period in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that I just realized that there's a lot of people that have been not so great um and have been just making me feel bad about myself and i Mm -hmm. feel like just all the things that we talked about earlier kind of like those red flags um and it sucks like you know it sucks because i'm not so sad about like getting rid of those people i'm more so sad about like wow like i feel like i wasted so much time Mm. um doing these things or like you know trying to please these people but really like i shouldn't have spent any energy Mm -hmm. but i think that that in itself is growth because you're right like a few years ago i would have been absolutely bawling my eyes out because i'm like why did this person leave me whereas now i'm like okay i'm i'm happy that they're gone but (laughs) i have shifted my mindset kind of just shifted to like oh, i wasted time on them and then you know what the next phase after this mm. is like no it wasn't a waste what did you learn from this period yeah and i've learned a lot about who i want in my life like i like and who i don't want mm-hmm. and like what kind of things i look for and don't look for so cheers to that there you go and i think yeah you're right that next phase is a nice phase and it's worthy of like looking towards because all you're doing right now is like carving your path in the way that you need it to be even if it's through bad experiences right like yeah whatever happened recently you're gonna be like okay this will not happen again and now you have like one more thing that's on your side Mm -hmm. and checked off and it's not Mm -hmm. fun man i know like I'm sorry that you have to go through it and you still have to, you know, feel it and cry. I don't, I hate it when she cries, by the way. It's very oh, sad. I hate it. it makes me cry. <laughs> oh, stop it, you. Um, But good things are coming your way and, you know, you've done so good so far and I know you're going to keep doing better. So thanks, bestie. No, that means a lot. 
Yeah. What is it? It's like when one door opens, another door. Sorry. When one door closes, closes, another door opens. And I feel like I, I almost feel like I am just closing a lot of doors. But that just mm-hmm. means that I'm getting closer to finding what I need in my yes. life. And yes. I really like the green flags that you mentioned because I fully like if you asked me, I would have said the same things. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important to be excited to see someone yeah. like I didn't think about that. And then yeah. the other big, big one that you touched on was like, you know, just be, like genuinely celebrating each other. I think that, like, especially after college, it's a very Mm. stressful time of your life because a lot of people are, like, trying to figure out what it is they are going to (laughs) do with the rest of their life. Yeah. People are starting new jobs. People are starting new schools, like, all kinds of things. And there are people that are not going to be happy for you. And a lot of that time is a lot of that is because there's people that are directly competing with you, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you are applying to med school, for example, there could easily be someone that doesn't get into med school when you do and they're not actually happy for you. Um, And it's just a very strange period of life at that point. But I realized that like, you can tell when a friendship is healthy when you're genuinely so happy and excited for them Mm -hmm. and you don't look at them as like competition like you don't see their success as your failure yes and vice versa yeah and i think that's huge that's you put that in really good words i think like that their success is not your failure and i think that's something that's so important to remember especially when you guys are in like a similar field you know Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah D- yeah did we uh i'm trying to think is there anything else that we haven't touched on with friendships i think we came pretty full circle like we talked about i'm just trying to recap what we talked about but kind of like the first instance of it happening if there was any regret involved what were the things that kind of led up to it what are the things that keep people around i think we talked i think we touched on a lot of good stuff yeah i guess my last thing to close off this episode yeah would be if you had advice for someone who was feeling a little lost in their friendships or is feeling a little lonely what would you say to them i would probably just say that it's going to be okay and I think it's super cliche and it's very hard to make somebody who is sad or going through it just okay with that statement but it's almost as if you have to literally like live and learn (laughs) and you kind of just have to go through those motions by yourself but I think when you are going through those motions I think it's important to have somebody that's always been by your side so you can Mm -hmm. talk to them maybe about it like I don't know that could be your mom your sibling a friend that you've had from childhood whatever like for me that person was usually Kavya um and so I think as long as you have that and you have somebody telling you on your side like it's going to be okay and it's probably happening for the better just take Mm -hmm. a deep breath and try to just go with the flow and do things that make you happy yeah 
Yay. What about you? What would you tell the people? Um, I would say just the whole thing about growth, like mm-hmm. that we that was like a huge theme of this episode. Yeah, which is that if you are growing out of people, that just simply means you're growing, and that yeah. is most times a good thing. It's a sign of mm-hmm. change. It's a sign of you evolving, of your interests changing, of your just your lifestyle changing. Yeah. And as you change, you shouldn't be afraid of, you know, growing apart from other people and disconnecting from people in your past because you'll find people in this new chapter of your life that will be there and that will kind of fill that void at some point. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Anyway. This was great. This I, was a nice little therapy session. I know. I sh- we should keep this like we should call this therapy talks number two. You know what? It's a great <laughs> idea. We should do it. Yeah. I, d- I swear we said we were going to make therapy thoughts yeah, a series. It was supposed to be a thing. So, yeah. Why don't oh we gosh. add this to that? That sounds good. Yes. Let's do it. You had it. You heard it here, folks. Therapy <laughs> thoughts is now officially in session. Well, it's out of session now. We're done. Yeah, we're done this episode. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope everyone has a great week ahead. Do something good for yourself. Um, I've been craving chocolate chip cookies, like warm, soft ones. I got one last week. Probably will get oh. another one this week. But yeah. that's my good thing that I'm going to do or treat that I'm going to give myself. What are you going to do, Kavya? I went for dessert today, so I got oh. some tres leche cake. Yeah, so good. And then okay. I think this week I'm gonna probably go get some ice cream at some point. There's like a this gelato place that Ooh. is an Italian and Indian gelato place. Um, so they have so a good. mix of both flavors. It's so good. So I'm gonna go Yum. probably get some. Yeah, that's my treat. Okay. That sounds so. Anyways, lovely. guys. Take care of yourselves. And And have a great uh, rest of your day. Yeah. Bye. Bye.